Are you tired of the cookie cutter approach to education that's stuck in the last century? Are you seeking a win-win situation where your family thrives, your kid's education is revolutionary, and you still get to chase your own dreams? Welcome to Unschooled Unleashed. Unlock your child's genius. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, an unapologetic rebel dad and promoter of what many consider to be educational anarchy. You know the world isn't going to be won by those that just toe the line. It's the innovators, the visionaries, and the resilient spirits that are going to thrive. Our mission here is to forge those world changers within our very homes with less stress, energy, and time. Unschooled, Unleashed starts now. Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Unschooled Unleashed. I'm your host, Matthew Jarecki, and today we're going to talk about our journey in unschooling, our family's journey in unschooling. Uh, Really, it's going to be why we unschooled, why we decided to make this choice, and uh, some of the philosophy, the strategy that we've gone through along the way and that we've really built uh, to to get to this point, especially to be able to speak on a podcast like I know anything. Um, today is my son's, my oldest son's 10th birthday. And I also have an eight-year-old son and a five-year-old daughter. And we've been schooled from the very beginning. Um, so we're about five years in. I was unschooled for one year myself, at least over one year. And, uh, I was homeschooled. I was, I was in private school. I was in public school. I, I've kind of done it all, uh, in that regard. So I came to unschooling and you're going to get to hear about why I made these choices, especially to avoid school, the schooling approach. So with that, let's dive in. Anyone that knows me knows I like to do things boldly. I like to go big or go home. And it's very difficult for me to be in the middle, although it is something I'm working on. <laughs> I just have this proclivity to... Um, I don't know, make it, make it, I get one life to live. Why, why live it mediocre? You know, that's kind of the way I see it. But, uh, knowing that that's a temptation of mine and that it doesn't always serve me, I have to be careful. And, uh, I was definitely drawn to unschooling because it is the boldest choice in education, in my opinion. It's also a very risky choice, which is, hard to reconcile in my head sometimes because who knows what they're going to learn, right? You don't have a set curriculum and some guarantees. If you're a safety person, like I need guarantees, I need safety. Unschooling will be very difficult for you. And there is some of that in me. However, uh, I tend to lean in more of a a risk-taking role, I think, at least in most ways. And uh, really, I think as I look off to (laughs) the results of the public education system, you know, there are some very good schools and there are some very poor performing schools and good students have come out of uh, each, right? There's no guarantees though. And what I think I wanted to do was allow my kids to flourish and have at least the guarantee of that they have the ability to dive into whatever they're into. And we're going to do this in the most efficient way possible with the least amount of stress for our family and meet a whole bunch of life goals. And since we're bold people outside of just our kids' education, uh, this met a lot of our personal goals as a family. Um, Let's see here. 
back to my notes. <laughs> Making the decision to unschool my three children was a courageous step away from traditional schooling. Yeah, so I kind of covered that. Unschooling embraces a more natural child-led learning process. And I, and I think that's what really pulled me into it is this is how I learn. I unschool myself every day. Ever since I got out of school, ever since I got away from an employer, I am diving into things that I am interested in. Some of these things you can turn into businesses. And that's that's a great blend right there. My my personal mission in life, as far as I can see it, in 2023, in December 14, 2023, which is when I'm recording this episode, is that I want to help people live their best life. So anything having to do with that is why I do what I do. It took me over 40 years to figure that out. One of the ways I do it is through encouragement. I used to be an educator uh, at a hospital system, and I was responsible for the education of uh, many respiratory therapists across the system, hundreds, hundreds of uh, people. And the reason that attracted me was because I could help them perform to the fullest in their career. That was my goal. I wanted to lead that department, that, sorry, system, to be the best out there. And I spent seven or eight years doing that, and I think we made some huge improvements. And I would argue that uh, our therapists, our respiratory therapists, uh, when I was there at the very least, and probably still are, the best trained in the entire world. I can also tell you, I got to work with a lot of people who came out of uh, universities, community colleges, and the amount that they knew as far as math and some other things that were just really concerning was on a level that I thought was very, 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 very subpar. Like, uh, like everyone coming out, not well, not everyone, a good portion of those people who had graduated high school, who had moved on to do higher education, are still, still could not do algebra, basic algebra, which was required as far as the teaching that I did. This makes me feel very uncomfortable or very comfortable with the unschooling approach. And, oh my gosh, what if they don't know math? They already don't know math. Most people coming out of out of high school don't know math. Most people coming out of college don't know math. At least the ones that I worked with. Basic math they had a very, very, very hard time with. Uh some people were were good at it, of course. But uh you get no guarantees, guys. And <laughs> You can send your kid to the best school, the best university, but it doesn't mean anything uh, if they're not into it. So unschooling, a natural fit, at least as far as I'm concerned. Um, I know I wanted my children to be prepared in, in the best way possible, so we had to do something different. So moving back to more of why I started to unschool my children. If everyone else is sending their kids to school if everyone else is learning a certain curriculum, if everyone else is doing it a certain way and we're getting these results that aren't desirable, why would I put my kids in a system that almost guarantees that they're going to come out the same way? I didn't, I didn't see the point. Uh, I want to have different results, meaning they know their self, they 
uh, have already tried out a couple different things and failed to learn about themselves, and then they can go confidently into the next thing, uh, whatever they're interested in. And uh, I don't think schools allow us to do that. In fact, it, I would argue that schools make everyone somewhat, a perfe- somewhat of a perfectionist if you do well. Everything has to be an A in order to do well, which means you're trying to achieve excellence in everything. And that's great to a point, except when, it, when, when you need to just fail. You need to just try something to get comfortable with failure. And it doesn't allow for getting comfortable with failure. So that pulled me away from the school system as well. We had to go on our own journey. And I did not want to delegate my child's education to people I don't know, that I don't necessarily trust. It's hard to get to know every teacher. At a younger age, I think it it's probably a little bit easier because there's just not so many. But with the uh, climate out there, the political climate out there, and everyone's got an agenda, it seems like, and I, I don't want to have to vet people. I don't want, like, I, I want to, not that I don't want to vet people. You know, people that come into my child's life, I definitely want to vet, of course. But I, I really, in the public school system, didn't have much of a choice. Even if I went to a private school, if I liked the private school, I don't really don't have a choice with the teacher necessarily. And I start to run out of options. And I I knew I could trust me and my wife more than I could trust anyone else. And that I could bring people in as I see fit. And that's what I'm doing. Uh, We've been blessed with the ability to do this because I don't think everyone's in the position to do this. But we certainly set up our life so we could do this. We bought a smaller house. In fact, it's a rental so we, it's a it's a double, which means it has two apartments in it, and I rent out one and I live in the other, so that way my expenses are low. We also have used cars. We don't need new cars, and they're completely paid off. We did the Dave Ramsey thing. We don't have that. We don't have any debt uh, outside the rest of the mortgage. And when when you have that, you're able to take a step out of the you know career stuff that brings in money. And really focus on what might matter to you. I did a long sabbatical for a long time. I'm, I'm now uh, running multiple businesses, doing this podcast. I ha- you have to have time for this. I'm homeschooling my kids. You have to have time for this. And the way I'm able to buy my time is downsize everything, paying cash with stuff that I need. Um, most people want a 2,300 square foot house. That's not important to us. What's important to us is me being able to be at home, my wife being able to do something she loves, me being able to do something I love, my kids, the same thing. Anyways, moving on. Uh, The philosophy of unschooling. For those that are new, just a quick rundown. Unschooling is rooted in trust in the child's natural curiosity and capacity to learn. You really have to trust in this. And it's going to be based, the journey happens when it's driven by the child's interest and not a set curriculum. So it's child-led and interest-based. Those are the two really fundamental things as far as unschooling. And you're not going to sit down and force them to do anything. You know, that's what a curriculum is, is you do this when I say. That's it. Follow what I say, top-down instruction, and don't think for yourself <laughs> is how I like to put it. At least that's how I felt for me. Uh, however... 
I have much different goals for my children. I have much different goals than, than what just a set curriculum is. Like whether I learn Ohio history or whatever it is in fourth grade, you know, that they teach in fourth grade here in my area. I, I, we, we can learn that at any point along the way. And I, I want to focus on, oh gosh, so much more. Uh, life acquisition skills. That's huge, right? Be How to be an adult. Cook, clean, pay bills, entrepreneurship, basic tasks, budgeting, right? That kind of stuff. So that's one thing I focus on. Adaptability. As I look off into the future, I know that a good portion of the jobs don't even exist yet that are going to be existing in the future. AI is changing everything. You're in the, if, if you if you were born uh, before 1990, then you're in the second industrial revolution in your lifetime right now. The internet was a complete restructure of the world. And we're going through that again with AI. It's restructuring very, very quickly. So you need adaptability and, and the ability to change. You also need the ability to teach yourself. And that's the next goal. If you can teach yourself, you can te- like do anything, right? And there's more tools out there than ever before. When I was a kid, I didn't have these types of tools. Like the, you know, the internet, they have apps. They have, you can meet with people anywhere in the world at a moment's notice. This is, this is the future. It's, it's not going to get more restrictive. It's, it's going to continue to open. Uh, I want to, to, the next goal was nurturing creativity because I think creativity is one thing that's uniquely human. AI can help with creativity, but it's only an amplifier as far as I can see. And I'm involved in this world to a point. Uh, AI needs human input. And the more creative the individual, the more imagination of the individual, the more visionary the individual, the more you can do using AI. It's an amplifier. So I want to nurture creativity, right? That's, that's something that separates us from the anim- animals creativity. <laughs> so let's, let's dive into that, uh, for schooling and I, I, I not schooling, uh, for education. I think also on a, on a, on another note, schools inhibit creativity. Maybe at a younger age, they allow it to be built. And there are some areas where they allow for creativity, but as a general rule, their creativity is stifled. It's do what I say, do the do it in the path that I say to do it. Anything else is wrong. I don't want you to think it's top down instruction. Um, creativity is where you are designing things in your head and and allowing it to come out, and it's an expression of you, not of someone else telling you what to do. There's a lot of research out there about how kids learn and specifically how to build creativity, and that's done at a very young age with free play. If you don't allow kids to play freely, they they actually take a hit on their creativity, as I understand it. So allowing them to do free play has been something big in my kid's life to date. Uh, social skills development is another goal. I want them to be able to interact with all groups, not just the same age group in this, in this false construct of school where everyone's about the same age and that's all you learn how to interact with. Now, there's value in learning how to interact with those kids, right? And most of your friends are probably going to be around your age because they're the same maturity level for the most part. However, 
you need to learn how to interact with everyone. And if you interact with a lot more adults, you will tend to start to be able to, to mature yourself. That happened with me when I was uh, being homeschooled. Everyone thought I was so mature that I didn't understand it at all. I just knew how to talk to adults. You know, that's it. And that was a defining thing for me. And it really helped me as I went off into the future, you know, the future world. Uh, and then the, the last goal I have for unschooling is self-knowledge. If you can learn about yourself at a young age, who you are, what you like, how you work best, all that stuff, what your interests are, what you're good at and bad at, and test it early, you're going to be so far ahead. I'm still learning about myself. And I think it's really a lifelong journey, of course. But uh, I think in particular, school inhibits self-knowledge because they tell you what to do. They tell you what time to wake up. They tell you what time to study, what time to read, what time to learn, what time to do, eat, what time to... How are you going to ever learn about yourself if you can't test new things? If you can't, if you have no control over it, you're not going to have any self-knowledge. I know me waking up at the same time for school and work, I really never knew when I worked best, how much sleep I needed. Unschooling allows us to, for, for them to test what, what works and what doesn't. Uh, moving on, the role of the parents in unschooling. Now, I am a an, uh, what I call an intentional unschooler. An intentional unschooler just doesn't have the kids do whatever, you know, although that's primarily what we do. We act as a, uh, a coach, a facilitator. Uh, we try and really be involved. We, I like to say unschooling allows for the kid to lead the way as far as where they want to go with their education on a 10 out of 10 level. In intentional unschooling, you have that with 10 out of 10 support from the parent to be able to do that. So I get out of the way and let them decide what to learn. Then I give them the tools to succeed uh, in that area. And then I expose them to new ideas, experiences, environments so they can figure out uh, really just, just test it, right? Like to start to dive into things. I mean, you really need a guide. And then I also point out what skills are needed to prepare them for adulthood or wherever they're trying to go. If they want to be an engineer or an architect, they're going to need math. And that's very important. So when they're playing with Legos and say, I want to be an architect. And it's like, oh, okay, well, uh, let's start diving into some of the math principles that you're going to need and see if you really like it. Let's learn some geometry and stuff like that. Uh, I think that's very important. I also provide the structure to build and learn skills. So I create... Uh, uh, time and spaces for learning. Uh, I want them to learn as early as possible in, in something that they can learn at that age. So if they can learn how to be, um, if they, if they have the ability to learn that lesson, I want them to learn it as early as possible by trying things and then adjusting when it doesn't come out the way they want. It just creates a test ground. And this is a quick way to mature. It accelerates learning. And it's really what I did. So I have some experience. And you're able to change quickly when you do that too. I also uh, put my kids in social environments. 
as far as what, one of my strategies, and that would be, you know, younger kids through adults. And we make things fun. We create, you know, cultivate creativity. It is still self-directed and interest-led. Uh, but uh, with intentional and schooling, I'm having dinner table discussions. We might do competitions to make it fun. We celebrate wins with them. We build curiosity because every day is an adventure. That kind of stuff. Some of it is not a, a daily thing. Other things are. But that's, that's really the uh, true north on as far as that's concerned. Um, moving on. And another reason why uh, I unschool is because comparing it to traditional schooling, we have freedom from all the conventional structures that the rest of the world has. So we eliminate the, the strict schedules and curriculum. And I mean, why I just don't even get it. Like, why do I need permission from a school to take my kids on vacation? I shouldn't, for, for me, that's, I have, I'll be graphic with my language. It's obscene. It's obscene that I need to do this. These, these are my kids and they work for, the school works for me, to be frank. So I don't know why I need to ask them. I just let them know as far as I'm concerned. That's what I did with the superintendent. I just let them know, hey, I'm unschooling and you're not going to tell me what to do. I mean, we want to travel with like a, you know, the stealth RV. We're converting a box truck into a stealth RV. And we want to do world schooling where we just travel all over the U.S., maybe uh, Canada, Mexico, wherever we can drive, and uh, really experience the world. We want to learn about geology in the desert or maybe in the Pacific Northwest, the differences between the Northeast and the South, all that stuff. Uh, culturally, uh, you really can gain so much from that. And it's very practical stuff, too, uh, when it comes down to it. And I, and I just think that's the coolest way to learn. I wish I would have had it. I want them to, you know, comparing unschooling with traditional schooling, it allows the kids to explore their passions and interests more deeply. It's the secret to genius. They build on their strengths, not, uh, not covering all their weaknesses. If you have a weakness, trust me. <laughs> if, 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 if you're able to correct yourself from feedback as the kid, you're going to fix your weaknesses. If people can't read your writing or you can't, art, uh, you can't, um, I'm trying to think of another example that way. You can't add or divide or, you know, whatever it is with math that people are worried about. You're, you're going to start to work on that because you go, oh man, everyone else knows how to do this. I need to do this. You just need to help them do that. And that's, that's what I believe. As far as I'm concerned, I focus on strengths, not trying to cover for weaknesses. However, I do, as an intentional in-schooler, point them towards things that I believe are necessities to learn in life. And that kind of covers like my little safety side, if that makes sense. Uh, we also, comparing uh, unschooling with traditional schooling, we, we're able to tailor the learning in, for each child. So if they're if they have a unique learning style, and everyone does, you know, audiovisual, maybe they like to learn from doing or in a group or experiences. These are things we can test and we can actually tailor it to them. I think there's some value to learning all of them or learning how to thrive in all of them, but life will give you those opportunities as far as I'm concerned. We don't need a false construct to run us through the ringer. It's like, no, life is going to teach you hard times. Life is going to teach you <laughs> how to... Um, Life is life is going to throw a lot at you. Why make it harder than it needs to be? You're going to learn the lesson when the lesson comes its way. 
I, I don't need to put myself through the ringer when something that the, the, the ringer is going to come to me eventually. Maybe a less extreme example that people can relate to is uh, studying for a credential, let's say. You know, as a healthcare practitioner, I had to take a lot of credentials, actually. And there's a lot of pressure, and you have to take all this cumulative knowledge you've learned and put it in, into a test. And arguably, you would want to go over and have uh, a lot of experience with with taking tests, right? Because that's one of the big arguments. You want to put yourself in a pressure cooker. And that's that's one of the things that people tell me quite a bit. And, and what I would argue is that uh, oftentimes kids you know, especially ones that accept mediocre grades, don't feel the pressure to do it and they don't care. And the first time they ever, and this was me, I didn't care. I was like a C student in high school, if not worse. I think I was like a C minus student. And I had to learn how to study for the first time in college. Seriously. But I did it. I learned it. I had to learn uh, how to uh, take tests for the first time. When I was studying, I was pre-med for a while, and I took the MCAT, and I had to learn how to study. I also took the, uh, what are the uh, master's ones? I can't remember what it is, but um, the GRE. I had to learn how to study. I had to learn how to test take. Those skills can be learned very, very quickly when you need them, when the time showed up that this is going to be valuable. I knew it stood in my way from something that I wanted, so I went over and accomplished that goal, and I became very good at it. Uh, not because I'm smart, but because I was motivated. I'm a hard worker, and really, that's uh, what it takes. Now, there are limitations to this. For for example, if I want to uh, prepare for a job interview, I'm going to put myself in a stressful situation and practice being in that stressful situation, but I would argue that that job interview gives me the motivation to learn and learn quickly and practice and do all that stuff. And that preparation for that hard time that's coming, the interview, uh, is going to uh, help me do what I need to do to be ready for it. And uh, yeah, I'll stop there. I could, I could go a lot longer on some of this stuff. <laughs> it's hard for me to stop. Anyways, moving on. Uh, you know, moving on with the uh, tailored learning for each child. Unschooling adapts to the individual pace and interest of the child so we can move faster or slower based on them. I think in school, they're, they are so rigid. You know, half the class is bored. Because they already, you know, they already kind of understand the material. The other half feels like they're dumb because they haven't caught up yet. And there's like one or two individuals that are right on pace, totally engaged. And it's like if we're trying to help the masses, we really need a tailored approach, unfortunately. I think when you're interested, you also learn faster. So it's not the most efficient thing either. And you really lose a lot of kids in school as far as I can see. I also unschool, and this is, this is the next topic, it's to build strong family bonds. Unschooling has brought our family closer together because we have shared learning experiences. I get to relive my childhood in many ways, and that's kind of cool. Like we, I even learned things that are new, like when we uh, did a deep dive into the U.S. Constitution because it came up. Uh, 
I think it was the uh, Second Amendment. Uh, we were talking about that because of uh, it was on the news, in the news quite a bit at the time, and just really talking about what a constitution is, what a government is, uh, all that stuff. Great learning. But I, I learned a lot during it too because I didn't, I'd, I'd never really taken a deep dive into the constitution outside just kind of reading it in a government class I took. We also learn and grow together and it strengthens our relationships because I'm walking alongside them and diving into things with them. And it's not authoritarian at all, which I really love. And I think that's what schools are, are authoritarian. It's top-down instruction. Do what you tell, do what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it. It's more of, hey, let's let's explore together. So you're just kind of this co-facilitator. And you let them uh, live their lives and learn from it. And it establishes you as the parent, as a trusted person that they can go to for advice when, uh, when they need it. And when they're an adult, guess what? They're going to have a choice, guys. And if you don't establish yourself as a person who's trusted, who they can go to, and you're not telling them what to do, uh, they're going to come to you more and at least hopefully make wiser decisions. And I hope not to be the only one in their life that's uh, that they can go to for advice. But I hope they surround themselves with wise people that they can trust. And that transition from kind of uh, I tell you what to do and all this stuff, as it, you know, when they're a young kid, you kind of have to do that. But as they get older, you transition away from that and you more walk alongside beside them because they do have a choice in life. And whether you like it or not, parents, it's not just 18 years old that makes it happen. It's they can think for themselves, and they will make decisions based on what they think is best for themselves, despite what you say. And that's coming no matter what. So I'd rather establish myself in that early, allow them to fail in a safe place where there's a safety net in my house. And uh, I, I think that's the best preparation that they can get. So that's uh, definitely a goal of mine in that sense as a parent, really. Uh, next reason I uh, unschool is they get real-world knowledge and skills. I think un unschooling provides a very practical, real-world learning opportunity opportunities i should say it un honestly unschooling focuses on the most practical skills period you learn how to be an adult i mean it's hands-on learning on how to be an adult and beyond that you can do internships mentorships you can you can start a small business you get to socialize in the real world it's not based on this false age-based construct that schools have they get to learn by doing and uh i know in my household coding has been very big and they they are they know how to code um you know as much as they can at eight and 10 years old, but they, they do. So pretty cool stuff. I mean, they could even start college at a very young age and it's, I mean, geez, you know, having a college degree before say 18 is going to be very valuable. I would imagine if a college degree is still worth something in the future. Um, <laughs> uh, next is, um, the long-term impact in future preparation stuff. And this is, I think, what I, what I want to do is build a foundation for lifelong learning. I think unschooling instills a love for learning that goes way beyond formal education. In fact, I believe, based off my experiences and talking with many people, school makes you hate learning. How many kids, like in, I don't know what grade it happens, it's got to be around third grade or so. Because that's when I saw uh, some of my family, my friends, kids start to say, I hate school. You know how they say that? I hate math. I hate reading. I hate doing this. My kids don't say that. 
You know, I don't know why. Because one, my kids don't go to school. That's why I don't hate school. (laughs) But two, because everything they do is something that they're intrinsically motivated to do. And they love reading. They love math. They love all this stuff. Because why would you hate it if you want to do it? You know why you're doing it. And then you go over and do it. And they learn fast when they do that too. And that's, that's, a, that's a very good benefit. Uh, I also can prepare my children for the interchanging, ever-changing world where adaptability is crucial. And if they love to learn, and again, that's part of uh, one of my goals is love to learn, change, teach yourself. I think they're going to be more prepared for the future. And I don't think the school system is ready for that. I think it's the industrial model of education and it has not worked arguably the 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 more school you have the less it works at least as far as i can see that's just where i see in 2023 uh it was designed for to teach people to tame the american spirit quote unquote tame the american spirit and prepare them for industrial revolution jobs like working in factories that's where this came from that's who it was funded by. Look at the history. You got to do your research. <laughs> it hasn't changed. It's only grown because when people don't perform well in school, school, when they don't perform well in school, they need more school is what they say. Uh, when are we going to step back and say, maybe the whole house needs to be knocked down and rebuilt, not keep on adding rooms to this house that's falling apart. And keeps on telling you I'm falling apart and you just keep on building extra rooms on this house and the structure and the foundation that doesn't hold it. Anyways, I'll get off my soapbox. Um, I do think that unschooling prepares you better for career opportunities because I think you're allowed to go into entrepreneurial adventures at a very young age. You can fail a couple times to learn get that out of the way. You can uh, internship and mentor, get mentored by real people who are doing this and learn what you need to do to get there. And you can even test it out as you're assisting them. Uh, we can encourage our children to explore various vocations and hobbies as potential careers. As you know, The world is their oyster. And, and us as parents can encourage that. And they don't hear all this negative stuff around them. Uh, as long as you're not doing it anyway. (laughs) Uh, Lastly, I'm just going to talk about the way I deal with doubts and criticism. Facing skepticism from others and staying confident in our schooling choice is essential. Because one, you're going to face skepticism. Two, you need to stay confident because if you're not confident, then I don't know. I mean, what what do you do with that? So what I do is first, I don't explain myself. There's no need. I hope to communicate the value for someone who's actually interested. And I only speak to people that are interested. Otherwise, I just say I homeschool. And when they say, what curriculum do you use? I just say, well, we uh, do an interest-led, interest-based approach. And they say, oh, how do they learn math? And if they genuinely want to know, I explain it to them. And they say, oh, and then, then it gets a conversation started. And believe it or not, having that kind of conversation with people has actually had people who had their kids in school pull them out of school and do the unschooling approach because it made so much sense to them. But they were open to it. I don't explain myself to people who don't want to know. And I don't need to answer to anyone, including, you know, Aunt Susan, who is going to criticize us, right? Not not my problem. 
I'm doing what's best for me and my family as best I know how. If you have not just criticism, if you have some like real concerns and you're willing to talk with me and respect my, that I can make decisions for me and my family, well, then we can talk. I actually want to hear your criticisms because I have blind sides. But you got to be the right kind of person to be able to do that. And there has to be a, a relationship of trust within that too. And uh, another thing I do is I, sp- <laughs> I surround myself with a community that's supportive and like-minded. It's part of why I started this podcast and the coaching business that goes along with us. Uh, help others and connect. It's really what I really wanted to do. So as I, as I look ahead uh, at our unschooling, you know, in conclusion, as I look ahead in our unschooling journey that we still have to complete and in the past, it's been very rewarding. I'm really excited about the future because we got some really cool things where, it, it, where it's hitting multiple things on my personal goals from just me, some for my wife, it's hitting hers, and then with my kids, it's hitting theirs, and then we get to do a whole bunch of things that help their education along the way, particularly going over and getting in this stealth RV and doing that thing is going to be fantastic. But it's a learning journey for me because I don't know how to convert this thing yet. But we're going to figure it out. We're in the process right now, and my kids get to watch me uh, struggle to figure something out, and they get to see that that's normal, and they're going to see that I fail, and that's normal. We're going to normalize all that as opposed to going to school and seeing how you have to be perfect, and those are the examples (laughs) of success. It's not true. It's not the real world. It's not how it works. There is a time for, you know, excellence, and there's a time to get it done as fast as possible. There's also a time to get the failure out of the way. Let's learn some hard lessons. (laughs) Unschooling is the best choice for me as far as that's concerned because that's real life. Anyways, uh, with that, I think I'll end this episode. I think we went a little bit long today, but stay curious, stay unschooled, and stay away from the algebra nightmares. Catch you in the next episode. Parents, are you terrified your unschooled child isn't learning enough? Or are you a homeschooling veteran eager to level up by incorporating in unschooling principles? Maybe you're newly venturing into homeschooling and already doubting your decision. Whatever the stage, overwhelm is real, but it doesn't have to be. I'm Matthew Jarecki from Unschooled Unleashed, and I've got huge news. I'm thrilled to introduce Homeschool Rescue, Unschooled Unleashed's signature coaching package. Whether you're all in on unschooling or just dipping a toe, this tailored coaching package is your roadmap to a confident and thriving education no matter how hectic life gets. Bold moves make bright futures. Join our homeschool rescue coaching program through the link in the description and set your child's genius free. So here's where we roll up our sleeves and bring out the big guns. If you support our mission, then please leave a review. On Unschooled Unleashed, we are talking about using a radical approach to education in today's world. And the more five-star reviews we have, the more people will feel comfortable with the ideas, strategies, and principles we discuss. It gives legitimacy to our message, and the podcast's algorithm prioritizes us so we can reach more people. You may even have your five-star review read on our podcast. Before I let you go, I have to pause and say this from the bottom of my heart. Thank you. Your presence here is the fuel that ignites this movement. I am incredibly moved that you trust in us enough to click play. You, my friends, are the caped heroes in this story, the guardians of your family's learning journey, 
and a beacon of hope for your community. Be bold. Do what you think is best for you and your family. Thanks again for tuning in and taking this courageously outside of the box for this educational revolution. Welcome to the front line.